punk rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, longtime partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello world, this is Wastelands. I'm Adam Obscene and with me as always is the mighty Marco Mark. Hey, hey, Adam Obscene. Hey, listeners. Great to be with you tonight. Oh, mate, have we got a doozy to talk about tonight. Oh, mate. Do you, do you have a trailer? Of course I have a trailer. Oh, let's trailer. They're greener. The time has come for the creatures of Frogtown to rise up. They're meaner. But these mutants are no teenagers. Ribbit. Ribbit. Bring me the strongest Texas rocket rangers. Major Jones to base. Come in. I gotta go look for him. That's kinda hoping you'd volunteer. Here's your new partner, Dr. Spangle. What is our preordained mission in life? To turn the world gray. What was that? We're here. I'm going to go check it out. Spangle! No! Captured no! by the Hellraisers of Frogtown, bent on the destruction of humanity. That's an evolution. Welcome to Frogtown, Sam Hell. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, the uh, 1990 two, maybe one, depending where you look at it, uh, Return to Frogtown, the much-anticipated disastrous sequel to uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown, our favourite, which we've already spoken about on uh, this show. We have. Okay, Okay, Adam, I have a question. I think I asked this question on behalf of the world, the audience. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? Why was this movie made? This Movie did not need to be made. Mate, uh, it's it's wow. Why is go? There will be a why count, listeners. Just a heads up, <laughs> there will be a why count. Um, when we go through this film, because oh, it man. is, it holds a very interesting place in the filmic world. Um, oh. and um, let's just kick off. Like, let's. Let's go for it. Let's say... Let's like, talk. So basically, this is the, like I said, much-anticipated sequel to Hell Comes to Frogtown. Uh, mutant frog leader of Frogtown called Zar Frogmeister kidnaps a uh, Texas rocket ranger and a kidnap and a mad professor to make a serum that will turn everyone into frogs. Um, and basically, Sam Hell is the only one that can save the day. That is really it in a nutshell. Um, it Probably that little synopsis makes more sense than the actual movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely Ed. But I think could have just it just like it could have just stuck to that line but um the first thing you oh. have to get over on this Marco and this is the first thing like <sighs> we both this we this had been a much fabled film but we'd not seen mm-hmm. we'd sort yep. of when we spoke about Hell Comes to Frogtown we discovered that there was a sequel and I took it upon myself to try and find it and I found sure. it. Sure. Yeah. And there's a couple of noticeable, very, very noticeable uh, differences with this film. Oh, mate. The one, yeah, yeah. They've, the, done, they've played swapsies, haven't they? Oh, massive swapsies. I, I don't even... I think the only original cast member in this film is the frog suits. 
Yeah, because Sam Hell has been replaced. Uh, so Rowdy Roddy Piper is no longer in the film. It's Robert Dazar. Now, Robert Dazar is known for his comic style chin. Like that dude has chins for days. Um, oh, he was. It's, it's incredible. He, 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 like, Jen walked past while I was watching this and she goes, is that a prosthetic? And I said, no, that's just what the dude looks like. Yeah. He fully looks like the character from American Dad. He looks the like American the dad. dad. If they did a live action American Dad, he would be the dad. Um, so basically he was in, he's been in like Maniac Cop. He was the bad, lead bad guy in Samurai Cop, which is a great movie, which we need to talk about as well. And then he was, <laughs> I think that he is probably most known to the mainstream Losner as one of the major bad dudes in the prison in Tango and Cash, um, that, that oh, Kurt Russell yeah. sliced alone <laughs> cop buddy film. Um, yeah. So he was the badass in there. Um, so Dr. Spangle has been replaced. So uh, Sandel Bertman, who was the classic uh, beauty in um, Frogtown 1, is replaced by Denise Duff, who I guess her only claim to fame is that she replaced the main actress like she's a she her she made a role out of replacing actresses and actors i think like oh. she showed up in the subsequent idea. subspecies films like yep. so um so she turned up at that um and then you got a couple of new inclusions in there which are notable like they're enough if you haven't seen the film to go you know what that's worth a watch just cuz who's in it so you've got um Byron mm. James now Byron James is funny in this he plays a mad professor the mad professor but he'd be he'll know him from um he was one of the replicants in blade runner and he was also um, oh in cool the, and he was one of the major police officers in the fifth Ele- element so mm. there's also um charles napier nice. so charles napier was in rambo 2 as murdoch he was um captain gilmore and austin powers and in the <laughs> he was also a sheriff in the classic dino croc um <laughs> You've got Rhonda Shear who plays Fuzzy, and when we say Fuzzy, it's an acronym. Oh, and so the last, like, have you noticed that the last three or four films we've done have had ba- acronym basises? Like, yeah. So we've oh, had yeah. Rotor, we've had TC2000. Um, yeah. So Fuzzy is an acronym for something, but it never actually gets explained. But she's effectively <laughs> a head on a TV, a tube TV in 1992, and she's like the yeah. computer relay operator. Now, Rhonda Shishi is famous in the States for um, hosting a TV, late night TV show called America Up All Night, where they just basically, like a late night movie show hostess. So she's done some cool shit like that. Um, But probably the most standout for me was Lou Ferrigno, the original Hulk, and uh, playing effectively a dude who gets kidnapped, injected with serum, and turns green. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... It just keeps repeating his Texas Rocket Ranger name and serial number over and over. I'm not going to crack. I'm not going to crack. While he turns into a mildly angry Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. They paint Lou Ferrino green, green. Who and else make they, him angry. Who else are they going to get? But oh, man. Really... Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't do that. Have you seen... Have you seen uh, Pumping Iron? <laughs> pumping Iron. Pumping <laughs> Iron. Yeah, so he's Lou Ferrino. They're in it's that great. together in 1977. And then Lou <laughs> Ferrino went on to do the Hulk in 1977, 1982, while um, Arnie hit the stratosphere. Um, That's right. And That's then, right. So in, by 1992, Lou Ferrigno is now playing uh, Rocket Texas, Texas Rocket Ranger 
becoming being ejected to turn being turned into a frog, but instead of getting getting green and stronger, he gets green and weaker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to throw in there, Adam. I love Luferino, but when I was a young child and the Hulk was on TV, um, I, I was terrified. I I wanted to watch the Hulk because I was into the Hulk comic. But the fucking TV show Luferino, when he turned green, scared the absolute crap out of me as a young child. I don't think Holy you're probably, hell, I don't think you're al- alone on that. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, him, him turning green in this film <clears throat> scared the crap out of me for a wholly different reason. <laughs> it's oh, because it's sort of I know. we got about. 15 minutes in and went, oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, look, and then the other, and the other standout in this is, um, so this is directed by Donald G. Jackson, who directed Hell Comes to Frogtown. He, yep. Yeah, so he, and basically he had run away with success with Hell Comes to Frogtown. And if Hell Comes to Frogtown is an example of a B-movie done right, mm-hmm. Return to Frogtown is the example of a B movie done fucking wrong. Because, oh, my God. Like, I don't want to wail too much on it, but I'm going to wail too much on it. Like, this dude has back catalogue is massive. He has a hard-on for sci-fi films and rollerbladers. We've spoken about this in the past. He's yep. done yep. amazing things. His whole back catalogue is worth a show in itself, which I think we need to do a deep dive into Donald G. Jackson's back catalogue. One of our... Um, one of our oh. listeners messaged me and basically said, um, you know, like, seriously, mate, like, you've got this guy who loves rollerblading sci-fi action. It's a rabbit hole of oddities, and it's true. Like, there's mm-hmm. Roller mm-hmm. Gator, like, is, like, the rollerblade uh, sci-fi film that's um, – about cops from the future. Oh, sorry, nuns um, from the future that like rollerblade and solve crimes. Like it's it's crazy. Like so anyway. <laughs> each so, a nun. Yeah, um, take none. But yeah, so that's that. You know, really, there's a lot. So he got into this film. Apparently, the story goes that he felt that there was too much interference in Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh yeah, you've got to keep that. You've got to keep that purity. So, Adam. so he went and did Frogtown 2 oh. without any um, film company interference. And oh, Gee, do you reckon? It's like, oh, <laughs> this is less of a sequel. Is more as almost like it's 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 almost like oh. a remake in the sense that there's it, but it's weird because you get this sense that there's connections back to the original film, but then there are some mm-hmm. U-turns which are so totally off track that oh, man. it it there's like well let's just talk about some of the things that don't make sense which sure, is, sure. which is the whole thing um the one thing that got me straight away is that sam hell all of a sudden is a law-abiding texas rocket ranger yeah instead of a snake pliskin style renegade. renegade outlaw that's been sort of hauled in to do the man's dirty work. So you're missing the um, escape from LA vibe, escape from New York vibe, the Sam Hell character as being a wisecracking, you know, anti-hero. And Mm. you get Robert DeZar who tries to pull some of the wisecracking jokes, but they just fall flat and sexist and weird. Um, Yeah. Which is more the... 
which is more the direction and the script mm. rather than the actor it's, himself. Yeah, because again, him, yeah. again, he and the lead, uh, the lead female actor, yeah, and I'm Denise, so sorry, I'm Denise, blanking on her Denise name. Duff playing Doctor Spangle. Yes, that they they look, they're not great in this, but again, they they I think they're good actors, mm. especially she held the film up yet again man i'm I'm sticking by it there there is there is actually a theme isn't there in that that the 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 supporting actors in these particularly the the female leads hold these films up (laughs) (laughs) they really do they really do and and to the point now where it's become it becomes for me really obvious like as soon as you know they're 10 15 minutes into their part it's like yeah this this person is really holding holding this whole thing up, and it's really the script and the director that's um, not holding it up, <laughs> letting it down. Yeah, uh, look, and so they, so those guys, and so this is Doctor Span. This is a relationship of Sam Hell and Doctor Spangle, but it's strained and new. So at the end of Hell, Hell comes to Frogtown. They'd sort of built this camaraderie up. There was a sexual tension. They were sort of going on to repopulate the world. Mm. In this. Sam is like they're both, or you know. So Sam Hell was the re- renegade, and Doctor Spangle was a geneticist. In this, they're now just both rocket rangers, and apparently don't know each other. Yeah, yeah, they're from the same. I don't know, like division. What do or they call something? it? Division. Thank yeah. you, Ad. Yeah, but, blanking but the, on my but they Texas don't know, rocket but ranger they don't, terminology. But they don't know each other. Like they're so like, oh, yeah, no, 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 she'll hold me back. And then I know. And then they go into Frogtown, and Frogtown, instead of being awesomely Mad Max esque compound, is a Wild West town. Yeah, and there's and they go into Frogtown, and it's kind of like Sam Hell has never been to Frogtown before. Yeah, and yeah. and this and, is his first rodeo, and th- but then he they come into so the arch nemesis from the first film, uh, Toadie, uh, rocks back up even though he got killed in the first film by f- ending off a for getting chucked off the cliff. He <laughs> um he comes back, and even Sam Hell says in this like Robert Desar says last time I saw him he was dead at the bottom of a rock. Well, I don't know how you can be dead at the bottom of a rock, but anyway, he comes back yeah. and. And he's sort of like got like a robotic head. Toadie totally remembers and recognizes um, Sam Hell, and Sam yeah. Hell totally blanks him. Like yep. just goes, I don't know who you are, dude. Like it's like, well, who had the who had the brain damage here? The the, the <laughs> mutant frog or the Sam Hell? Yeah. Um, Sam Hell had a few late nights, I think. And so, but then C- Commander Kurt Toadie isn't the actual main nemesis in this it's the uh, czar frogmaster who yeah. has the evil plan which is a pretty shit plan which is to get a serum <laughs> and actually turn the world into frogs um, sure and so that's where he um kidnaps byron james the professor and he byron james is like then experimenting on the hulk that's yep. and so that's where we get to they, they go in to try and save him they get caught they get away they get caught they get away um, he sort of runs in that cycle for about thirty-five minutes, and then yep. and then we're back at this, you know, fight this the the final fight scene. Um, that's kind of <laughs> how I just run through the plot as much rather than as observations. But there is, but there like there are so many obscurities and oddities that just don't make sense in it. But throughout that, there's lots of references to mm. the first one, so it can't be a remake because there's enough of referring to the previous film. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Oh. Uh, I I look for the uh for the hilarious shit in it ads because I I found myself fighting the urge the constant urge to just want to turn it off and go fuck this, <laughs> but um <laughs> like that was my main thought. Yeah. When can I turn this off? Um, <laughs> how far? How much no, more look, can I watch to make it sound like that I actually have watched enough to talk about? <laughs> like I scrub a dubbed through, you know, scenes of long dialogue, shit like that. But uh, one of the most <laughs> laugh out loud things is when they put on the rocket suits. So they've got jetpack suits, listeners, oh, yes. and they take off like Superman, I guess. Audi brand rocket range, a rocket. They team. really are. When they take off, it's so obvious that it's um, you know, they go to launch and it's like Bob Dazar running along and then jumping probably onto like a mattress that's in front of him, cuts to like a a long distance person (laughs) in space flying up in the air, and then they show a close up of him, you know, one arm out. Super, think of the classic Superman pose, like a, a a a khaki um Power Ranger. With, with cowboy tassels on everything, but he's flying through the air, and the tassels aren't moving. There it's like is the no suspense sideways speed at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just sideways. And the helmet, Fuck, it's the, funny. And then the weird helmet is like a, a is like the Rocketeer helmet, but it's back to front, so it looks like a weird pterodactyl beak. Or yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's, like not, that's not like, aerodynamic at all. No, like they've they've designed it with it backwards. Absolutely, <laughs> it's so funny that, when, when it's just obviously him. Yeah, and like they've just angled the his body on a box. Just get then they've framed it really close <sighs> to make it like he's obviously standing on a ledge or something. So there's sky behind him, but nothing is moving. He's like, I'm flying. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 ninety minutes of this shit, Lawson. As well, it's it's. Funny. I know, I know. And now we're subjecting you to a podcast about it, and you know, See, you, we, and you're gonna have to watch it just because, um, because of uh, a couple of things. Can I just let's just take a quick um, break and play this thing that actually saved the movie for me? So listen to this. Someone named Sir Frogmeister. So that, that's oh. a, there's a there's a nightclub scene where Sam goes into the nightclub and there's like this band on stage singing this song and they've got all these sexy frog girls like they're meant to I be know. frog women. So all the frog women in Frogtown now are full sexy non mutant airbrush body painted women. Yeah. that are all grinding all over these frogs. Yeah, like that. It, yeah, like they got hired from a Motley Crue film, film clip, clip and, and just now they're green airbrushing or yeah. something. Is it like Ugly Frog Joe or something? It's like that <laughs> era of music. It's like, <laughs> Ugly Frog Joe. It's it's like they like they've come straight off Sunstrip Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Far so, out, man. Like, These guys are not related to Kermit the Frog at all, man. No. Like. These dudes are never going to see over the rainbow. Like nah, it, it, they live it in a wild west town, and they're in this dirty saloon playing dirty glam rock. The funny thing about it is, they in the lyrics of that song they refer to um, teenage mutant ninja turtles, and there's a couple yes. of other refer- references to turn it. Like on the back of the VHS, which I dug out, it says, um, uh, "Not that I own, I found a photo of it." It says, "Flying Texas Rangers battle." 
Flying rocket rangers battle the king of the mutants to save mankind from genetic mutation. This sci-fi fantasy in the tradition of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a sequel to the cult classic Hell Comes to Folktown. It's not. It's not. In the the vein of um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But they continue to try and reference that in it. Yeah, yeah. Like that, it's just like Munchies all over again. Yeah. Munchies, Gremlins, yeah, Frogtown, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Like that's what they're going for. You know what's funny? To try and get that VHS yeah. rental money. Not that you know. The thing is, not that Hell Comes to Frogtown would have been enough to actually back on that. But now they're trying to connect other reptilian, amphibian-based connections. Um, yeah. But the other thing too is that uh, here's a factoid which I thought was really interesting that. Uh, Donald G. Jackson later worked with Kevin Eastman, the co-creator of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, in 1998 in the movie um, Lingerie Kickboxer. (laughs) (laughs) Say that again, Adam. So what's the name of the movie again? Lingerie Kickboxer. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even need to see that film. Just to say that name Uh, of that movie. Those two words should never be put together. (laughs) Imagine the high kicks in that. Jeez, you'd... You'd hope that there's not crotchless. Anyway, oh, that went. It'd be like a (laughs) step one Muay Thai. Oh, Oh, no one wants to see that. So, um, so yeah, so that's the Ninja Turtle connection. Like that, I I really did actually like, (laughs) I did like that musical interlude (sighs) though. I, I felt that it was at just at the right time when things were boring enough that I was probably about to scrub and, and Lawson's, I don't scrub, but, um, when that, when that sort of musical interlude came in, yeah, gotta, yeah, gotta give yeah. it, gotta give a little bit of Frogly Crew in here. Yeah. So. Frogly Crew, <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. Adam, you're like the B-grade VHS film watcher equivalent of like the monks who whack themselves, like flagellate <laughs> themselves self, with, self, the, with the with the VHS. With the, yeah, yeah, with the with the switches. Like that's you, man. You're like I don't scrub, and I'm like. <laughs> We'll do, and we'll do a. I think we might do a uh, a novelty <laughs> a novelty knockoff video um, of that when you come up um, for yeah, our hundredth yeah. episode. Like, <laughs> it'd be great to like actually capture on film how the difference between how you and I watch movies. Like you're like you know like s- selecting a fine wine out of your collection, and I'm like YouTube scrub <laughs> through righto. <laughs> which is why, which is why I I would put to you, sir, that this this podcast works. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> it does work. It does work, and I promised I watched like thirty seconds of this. Uh, I, I really it, did. That's all you needed to. Um, this was <laughs> this was PG thirteen apparently. Um, so okay, and it does feel like that it was somewhere between. It was kind of like trying to. It felt like it was trying to make a kids' movie. And I think that's why the references to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all that stuff yeah. comes through. Yeah. It's just um, kind of wrong. Uh, I guess it's this time. Body count. Body count. So, so lost. Body. We had uh, twenty-five kills in this, um, and they all really happened in the last fifteen minutes. Um, when yep. they sort of the the siege of Frogtown happens in the wild west, it's wild west style, sort of, um, you know, guns at noon. So the the runtime was ninety minutes. So the kills per minute was like point two kills a minute, or one mm-hmm. kill every three point six minutes. Nice. So there you go. 
Body count. Body count. That was smoother than normal. Um, nice. <laughs> so, so yeah. The, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, don't I mean, the, 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 this movie with, you know, would make most children cry now, oh. I think. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of horrific. It's yeah. kind of like the, the mutants are pretty scary. I don't like the, if you're a kid, 10 year old, like if, 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 I guess if we're 10 year olds that got scared by the Hulk, mm-hmm. you know, imagine what 10 year olds back in 19, Lord of Man. Like, I thought you this imagine? was Ninja Turtles. Saturday, um, Saturday afternoon's ruined when yeah. your mum gets home with munchies and this movie, Frog yeah, no, Town 2. It's I like, s- fuck, <laughs> what the hell? Um, so I said gr- gremlins, gremlins and ninja turtles, mum. But the like guy's video store said that this was just munchies, as good. Munchies and frog town. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've mentioned this before. Uh, there's a there's two follow ups to this. There's the Toad Warrior, which um, oh, Sam God. Hell is replaced by Max Hell, and then there's Max Hell Frog Warrior. Um, oh, I don't think we're going to visit those. Uh, I never, never know. We may visit those. We might touch on them with Donald G. Jackson's overview. Um, but yeah, but there's one final note that I want to say is that not only does Donald G. Jackson love rollerblading and weird sci-fi shit, he loves puppets. He yeah. loves puppets. And, oh, you know, a la, we spoke about Roller Gator, which is a roller skating puppet, uh, a rollerblading alligator. This oh. one has its own little puppet called Frogmeister Jr., which is a, a throwback genetic um, miss mini experiment. It's just oh, a rubber, rubber hand puppet. Um, and it's got the most annoying voice, and you would have heard in the trailer before, and it makes no sense, and it is almost to reinforce the uh, point that it was probably, it was kind of, tr- I guess I were trying to make it for kids, putting a, a hand puppet in there, like a jive-talking hand puppet, but Ugh. it was weird, man, and it didn't really even look like a frog. It looked, I don't know what it fucking looked like. Jive-turkey hand puppet. Jive, yeah, it was jive, it was turkey skin. Oh, mate. <laughs> look, I, I reckon, honestly, Ad. These last few weeks with these movies, we 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 analyze them on this podcast like to the end. Like you you and I analyze these these movies until there's nothing else to analyze. You know, I think I think you know, especially you can deep dive into movies where the shallow end is pretty shallow. You it's know what like, I mean? It's like how deep can you actually go? It's just not like, that deep. It's not. But really you get that it. Deep. No, <laughs> we ring it. We like ring it out the dirty dishwater, man. Like, <laughs> it's like, come on, let's. Can we get twenty-seven minutes out of this movie? Come um, on. So that's why we need sponsorship. So you know, reach reach out to us with with uh, generous offers to financially compensate us. We'll spin out spin out this with a little bit of advertising. So like you know? we like we say yeah. to your listeners, we watch these movies so you don't have to. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The great thing is this one's on YouTube too. So if you really do want to watch it, um, it it's there. You can find it in all its VHS rip glory. Yeah, um, it's, it's pretty, Adam, are we on? Are we on another streaming platform now? Another streaming platform. Well, we're... I mean, uh, uh, another social media platform. I should say. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Um. I I bit the bullet, and because we've been pretty regular with the uh, video drops on Thursday nights. Um. 
I've jumped over on, and uh, now we're hip with the kids, and we're now at Wasteland's radio show on TikTok. <laughs> yep. Well, you can find us over there videoing each other, yelling at kids, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. So we'll be dropping our videos on there on Thursday nights as well. And look, it's fun. Like, that, we're getting we're getting already. Like, I think we only, only signed up yesterday, and we've already got, like, people chatting with us and giving us recommendations. <laughs> so, Good oh. Lord. Yes, pick up your game, people, on Instagram, come on, Facebook, you know, all those, all those mums and dads on Facebook. Um, but, we know who you are. So, look, not much more to say on this. Uh, I guess the most oh, resounding mate. comment that I've got to say about this movie is that Rowdy Roddy Piper was too busy to do this movie because he returned to his wrestling career. <laughs> busy quotation fingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah busy. Oh, mate. Look, it, it was great to watch. It was even greater to talk to you about it, Ads, and I hope the listeners, you know, have a laugh listening to it as well, because holy smokes, I don't know, check it out on YouTube, guys, at least even watch the trailer. Uh, Bob Dazar, if you don't know Bob Dazar, check him out, get on the old IMDB, check him out. It, it is, he, he is very interesting to look at, and that's quite enjoyable, and for any other reason, the, uh, let's, let's finish this on a positive note for the film, is that it has a pretty great B-list um, yeah, role of actors in it, um, they've, uh-huh. they've, and I think that that's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, look, it's 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 a, it's rough going, but it's worth it if you persevere enough of it to put it in the context of never watch these types of movies alone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, if you do watch it, listeners, like we always say, hit us up on social media and tell us what you think. Like, let's have a chat. Let's all. Let's all have a group therapy session after Absolutely. this movie. Absolutely, group therapy session. Um, <laughs> so, listeners and listeners, we are on all the socials. Just look for at Wastelands Radio Show or on Twitter, Ra- Wastelands RS. Uh, you can get us on all the platforms. Just search Wastelands Radio Show or go direct to the source at wastelands.com.au for hints, tips, direct downloads, and all that other stuff. Uh, and yeah, TikTok, get on it, kids. We're hip to the groove. Um, that was get uh, off our lawn. It's like, oh, you kids, I'm you suck, kids, get off my lawn. Cider through a straw. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, feel a little bit uh, in, invigorated after that. Uh, with next episode, I think we're touching on another knockoff. <laughs> And that might be the last of the knockoffs for a while. Mate, Probably not. Because, because we die. Yeah. Um, but no, listeners... joking. That was sarcastic. Sorry. No, no, no. It, they, these are fun. These are fun. Listeners, we're also going to be doing some deep dives on some albums that we love. So, um, Oh, yes. Yeah, some micro episodes. So if you can't stick with us, like if you've made it this far in, thank you very much. You are dedicated and we love you for it. But we uh-huh. are going to be producing some smaller snapshot um, albums, that formative albums and albums that yeah, Marco yeah. and I love and doing a little bit of a dive on them. But right mm-hmm. now, my good man, is there anything more you'd like to add? It is good night from me. And it is good night from him. Before you say another word. It's over! It's finished! Like, oh, oh, like this. <laughs>